This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Let's go to Laura in Raleigh. What's up, Laura? Be quiet. Hey, Laura. Hey, how are you today? Hey, can you hear me? I'm not going to be quiet. (laughs) That was a mom. That was a mom move, and I (laughs) so total mom. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. I've heard those words. (laughs) I said that eight times today. You be quiet. My whole life. Yeah. What's up? Well, I have four boys, and so. There's very little of that quiet in my house. You're doing Listen, great. You did it without swear words. That's incredible. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. So uh, how can we help? Okay. So I need your help because I do not know how to budget my money. Um, my husband has done a great job of providing for our family. He worked at a wonderful job for 10 years and was let go in 2018. And since then, he has been working on a project where he wants to develop a golf aid for golfers. And so he's been working on that. Can I can I interject here? Yeah. So he got let go in 2018, and he's had yeah. a, a big idea for uh, five, years. five years and has made no money yeah. and probably put you all in a yeah. hole. Yes. Yeah. So, well, no, we're not in a hole yet, but that's why I'm calling to <laughs> we're prevent that. Getting close. Um, okay. Yeah, so he, like I said, we had we had quite a bit of money in savings, and we've been living off of that. Oh, yeah. Um, he has successfully started a company before, and it's a wonderful company. Y'all have probably heard of it, <laughs> um, but I won't mention it. But anyway, um, he's trying to do it again, and we have about $80,000 left, and he... I, every time I ask him, I'm like, can you, he's, I'm the spender, he's the saver. And so when we have financial discussions, it usually goes something like this, Laura, you need to stop spending money. And I'm like, well, I can't because we have a family. So give me a budget. He's like, well, just don't spend money where we don't need to. And I, have you said, how about you make some? (laughs) No. Yeah. You should, you should say that. Really? It's so been five years, I, we, Laura. I know, I know. We did have we did have a financial conversation two weeks ago, and they told him if by June this hasn't taken off, then I want you to get a job, or I want to sell our home. What does he bring in a year? Uh, so nothing. Um, L- literally nothing. Yeah. It's literally not- nothing since. 20 so he got a large severance package and that was 2018 2019 and then um nothing since then nothing nothing Mm. nothing so we had a large large savings and we have no debt aside from our mortgage what's Um, y'all's living expenses laura if you if you said okay you know mm -hmm. we spend how much a year if you if you could estimate a year oh gosh Probably 120, maybe like, I, yeah. This is this is embarrassing because I am the spender and I'm just like I don't know how much I spend because if we need it, I buy it. Um, and that yeah, that's yeah, and that's how you guys have been functioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be super honest. Okay, is that cool? I'm worried um, about the future of y'all's. I'm worried about the future of y'all's marriage. Here's why. I think that if you were to be really honest with yourself, you're losing respect for your husband. Or it's going to start rolling into from frustration 
to I'm just going to live my life and he'll tell me to you're going to end up in resentment and relational resentment is really tough to come back from. That's the ash. And he, on the other hand, is going to wrap himself up in shame. His thing's not working. He's got another deal and then maybe another deal. I just need this one thing to come through. And all of a sudden he looks up and it's been five years and he's going to tighten the control up and that's going to come out on you. And he's going to resent his crazy spinning wife who just doesn't understand. He just needs one more break in. You see what I'm saying? And y'all start living separate lives in the same home. And I've said it, you end up two inches apart, but 2,000 miles away from each other. And that's a recipe for a whole lot of issues. Is that fair? No, no. I've listened to your story before Mm -hmm. and um, listened to your radio show before and there have been many times where I've been like yep that's us yep that's Mm. us yeah Uh, and so I am I I am trying though and so absolutely um, absolutely I did I well I I did put boundaries in place I may need to adjust those boundaries he is um he did acquiesce to my boundary of getting a job by June um but I think my my main question is like, where do we go from here? We have this house. We have about four hundred fifteen approximately, because I don't know how much it would sell for if we could sell it. But we have four hundred fifteen in equity in the house. We own. But it's not. Land. A, it's not a house problem. You're trying to solve yeah. a math problem. Yeah. yeah. It's not a house problem. Oh. It's an it's an income problem. I mean, that's what it is. And so the house isn't the thing that that is, you know, out of whack. I mean, obviously, you guys have a mortgage. And so you're like, oh, I have to actually pay the mortgage. And we don't have, you know, the money is coming out of savings. And so, you know, on a tactical level, Laura, not just the relational, because that's kind of what John was hitting on. On a tactical level, I'm going to give you uh, Financial Peace University for a year and every dollar. And I want you guys to sit down together. And I think actually seeing numbers and go back and pull grocery numbers from the last three months, restaurants, like everything you spend money on, because there is this level of, I don't really know. And that fear starts to magnify when you don't have logic. John always says facts are your friends. So I think just even just for today, just a practical step when it comes to the money piece is for you. And I would say you to do it, um, to do the budget first. And then you guys sit down and look at it. But I think that's going to give you a guiding post because you're able to say, okay, we spend, uh, $10,000. We need $10,000 a month to keep our lifestyle without dipping into savings. How do we solve that problem? Right. You can tactically start, you know, hitting that, which is going to give you a level of peace because you are terrified. Right. I mean, and anyone would, Laura, I mean, you're watch, you've watched savings dwindle for, the, for, you. for yeah. the last five years. So, so you're not crazy. You're not, you're not this like, oh, I'm over the top dramatic. No, you, this is, this is real life. You have four boys, you know, you, you're a mom and you're, looking at grocery bills and all of it. And so you're, and you've been doing that on your own as well, which is what it sounds yeah. like. And so he needs to see the numbers realistically of, of what is going on because this whole idea of, Oh, you just can't, you know, just stop spending. And you're like, no, literally there's like a sports fee for him to play. So like, I, I have to pay that. Like, like there are things the that Costco's cry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there are yeah. actual things yeah. that I have to spend. And I want him to see these numbers, because you've been on an island, Laura, in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. emotionally, yeah. lots of ways, but financially you have been. And so I want to bring him in uh, to that conversation and you guys start, and I want you guys to go through Financial Peace University together. I think it's just a great springboard. It's getting you yeah. on the same page when it comes to the money piece. And what's wild 
and I don't know which comes first, the chicken or the egg, John, but we hear people all the time say, gosh, we started working together with our money and suddenly our marriage improved. Right. For some people, yeah. they're like, no, we needed our marriage to improve and then we worked on the money together, right? I, I, I don't know yeah. which one's first. I don't even know if there's a truth that's kind of like that chicken or egg thing. Um, yeah. But they both are so deeply intertwined. Um, yeah. So let me tell you how to, I would enter this conversation if I'm you, Laura. I, this is, I, I would put the, you have to get a job by June. That is a tactic that comes later. The first conversation is sitting down and saying, we need to have a hard conversation. And you look at him and say, I'm scared to death and I can't breathe. I think the problem is that I'm not scared because <laughs> I, know, I know that's going to sound crazy. I grew up without a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it would not be the worst thing in the world for me. I actually think it would be a little good for our boys to learn less entitlement. Like our boys live in a big house, have a lot of things. And they just think that that's how life goes. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, you okay, those are boundaries, Laura, you can put in place as a parent, regardless of your financial exactly. situation. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. need to be don't, out of the desperation. Don't use your boys. Them. Don't use your kids as an excuse to tell your husband you want to move. Don't do that. Don't use your kids so, as, as an excuse to tell your husband, I don't respect you anymore because you haven't had a job in five years. And a common trap with entrepreneurs, especially ones that are successful right out of the gate, is they're really good at the thing they did that they sell and it becomes really good and they think that they're good at building businesses. They may have just been really good at plumbing or they may have been really good at selling online whatever and it doesn't translate all the time and you get stuck like you're spinning your tires in the mud, right? And so you might not be scared, but you're losing faith in this guy. Yeah, I think that, I think... Yeah, John, I think you're right. I, it's more fear for my relationship than yep. it is for the money and the house and all the stuff. I'm like, I want to be. You want to be what? I want to be married. There, <laughs> there be married you go. That, hey, in five years. Laura, that's <laughs> where you start. Where live. I want to be married. That's where you start. Not with you got to get a job, not your lazy bum, and not. It is. I want to be married to you in five years, and I think that the foundation underneath this is cracking underneath our feet. And I love you too much. Hang on the line here, uh, Rachel. We're going to give you the tools that that can help keep you guys afloat and put you all on the same page. But you both got to be vulnerable and start there. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.